Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, everyone. Welcome to an exciting episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, now we've got to really up the game, I think. <laughs> pressure, the pressure is on. <laughs> Loose lips. We've got Chewy already involved. Sharon's here. I'm here. Georgia Porter. And how have you been, Sharon? Can I? Oh, I need to tell you something. I I came downstairs today to Stella. She's yeah. even. She must have ate a toy and threw it up because there was puke everywhere. Oh, no. Or she puked up on her toy. I don't know what it was, but I don't know whether she'd ate the toy and puked it. It was quite a big toy, though, but it was so What toy was it? It was like an arm of a teddy. Speaking of vomiting, have you had morning sickness at all? No. Okay. No, I'm very grateful I haven't. Good. But no. Although I've had acid reflux. That has come oh, up. Have you ever okay. had acid reflux before? I think I I've, I've only just discovered Gaviscon. Oh, what's that? Like medication? Sorry. Yeah. There's a like lot like going a, on. Like There's a, a lot going thing. on over here right now. Okay. So you yeah. have acid reflux. And what does that, it's, it's like a burning sensation or something in your throat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You basically feel a bit sick. But yeah, I mean... Apart from, at the moment, I'm feeling huge, like a big house. People keep saying to me, God, how far on are you? Are you sure it's not going to come out soon? I'm like, what do you mean? I don't know if it's because I'm quite a little person. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm I like the way you say little. <laughs> little person. I don't, I don't know if it's because my belly looks bigger or whether I've got like a gigantic baby inside of me or if, <gasps> you know, taller people get I through wonder. this. What's up with Elon Musk and and what Man is, United? Is there any truth to that, by the way? I don't know. But I need to ask a question yeah. that will really upset men or really not. <laughs> and I, it's a genuine question. What's the question? I'm a Man United fan. I always have been forever and ever. Yeah. So, like, what is wrong with Man United right now? Like, what? Who I heard they're not playing very well, right? <gasps> What's... Oh, is that Sharon. an understatement? <gasps> Embarrassingly. Like, oh, no. considering they've got... Ronaldo and everything like yes who are we blaming the people that own it they're not playing the actual game though that is a, this yeah. is a genuine question to people like I need someone to write in and explain mm. to me why United is so shite that's how it's that's it's that bad did the team start playing badly after Ronaldo joined the team 
Because I wonder if some of the other guys, you know how you can have great players, but if there's no synergy between the players, yeah, then it can like, create problems. I feel like we brought Ronaldo in because of that. It was bad. And I think mm. it's been bad before. It's, yeah. I'm trying to create, you know, loyalty within the family here of like, stick with United. We're going to be great. Mm. I don't know whether I have. And you're not sticking with them yourself. <laughs> you're done like with them. My faith is really depleted. Like it's very hard I love United so much. I've been with them since yeah. I was born. Like, I love them, but what the freak are they doing? Damn. I did read something about that. Is Jesse Lingard still playing over there? He used to play HQ. Does he still play for them? See, I don't really know who plays anymore because I've lost okay. interest. <laughs> like, <laughs> damn. I just feel like when Savage. the, when the Savage women fan. played England, I just thought, there's mm. the passion. Oh, wow. Okay. You want to see that passion back or something. I'm not trying to create a, you know, a a female-male divide here, but I'm just saying if some of that fire was put in that, injected in the United team. Interesting. Well, you know, that's what they say over here about college basketball versus NBA basketball, right? Right. They say with the college basketball players, there's that fire, that fire in their belly. They just... Because they know that they need to prove themselves because they want to play for the NBA, right? So there's yeah. a lot at stake. Once they get to the NBA and they've got, you know, millions of dollars that they're earning, they say that they, the players don't play in the same sort of way. Yeah. So I'm wondering if the women, because the women have something to really prove right now, prove that because obviously the women are getting paid less than the men, etc. Yeah. But also, like, does nobody want to be a legend anymore? Like, there were so mm. many legends like there was Eric Cantona, there was all, there's David Beckham. There's so there was so many <sighs> insane people played for Man United. I feel like there's no where's where's the shiny stars? Why is there no just pure talent? Where is the talent? I don't know. Can I tell you an embarrassing story about Eric Cantona? So yes. I hosted when I was hosting HQ. I didn't know a lot about the football players because, you know, I've lived over in America for a long time. And so we launched the game in the UK. And there was a question about Eric Cantona. And the writer who was working on that question said, oh, yeah, this is how you say it, right? Told me the specific way to say his name. So I said his name like that, live on the air. (laughs) And I got railed. I mean, I got tons of tweets that probably went viral. I said, I called him Eric Cantona. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Oh, no. (laughs) I did. (gasps) I did. But you know what? What did he say? Did he, was he like, uh... Well, I didn't hear from him specifically, but I heard from a lot of fans. And they weren't too happy. But I played into it. Yeah, I played into it. And then we had a a fun game the next time around where we did something like with a can of toner, uh, a can and some toner. I don't know. But anyway, (laughs) I made fun fun of myself. And and then everyone loved me after that. I think at first this chick doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. No, I didn't know what I was talking about. I will admit that. I didn't. That, I haven't lived in England for so that's long. Su- that's such a thing, though, in it? Pronunciations. Yeah. Like, you, it's like a big people, thing. people still say my name wrong all the time. They always spell it wrong, too, all the time. What do They're they like, call you? Jorge, Gorgi, Gorgi. Oh, my God. Gorgi. No, there's no, there's no correct oh, saying. Yeah. 
And on a spelling as well. No one will ever, ever spell it right. Ever. Really? Never. And one they time. They spell it with a G E, probably. Yeah. G-E-O, even. Yeah. I even stand over them and go, J-O-R-G-I-E. And they go, can you imagine yeah. I'm like, yeah. But there was one time in Starbucks, someone spelt my name and I literally wanted to be their best friend. I was like, you don't understand she how much it right. this is oh to me. God. It was wow. correct. And I was like, oh my God. Yes. That's a big deal because people get my name wrong in Starbucks all the time. They always want to spell it with two R's. I mean, how many Sharons do you know Sharon. with two R's? <laughs> with two R's. <laughs> Uh, Come on, no, no one really knows a Sharon with two R's. We know it's possible. Yeah. They do exist. It's it's urban legend. Sharon. <laughs> Sharon that exists with two R's. Listen, let's get into our news story, okay? Because this one is really cool. So, yeah. And speaking of names that we're going to mess up, I'm going to mess this one up. Deaf Strictly champion Rose Ailing Ellis. Mm unveils the first ever Barbie with hearing aids. I love this story so much. The EastEnders star who has been deaf since birth proudly posed alongside the doll that has been named after her. So cool. Rose learned BSL, British Sign Language, when she was young, and says she is thrilled with the campaign. Talking about the new doll, she said it's so important for children to be able to see themselves represented in the toys that they play with. When I was little, I would draw hearing aids onto my Barbie dolls to make them look like me. So I'm thrilled that Mattel is releasing more dolls that encourage kids to celebrate and embrace their differences. Barbie have been creating a more diverse line of dolls in order to show a broader view of beauty, allowing children to play with dolls that represent them more. Other dolls, the brand has brought out include a Ken doll with vitiligo, a new doll with a prosthetic limb, and a doll with a wheelchair as well. There's also been more choice of skin tones, eye colors, hair colors and textures, body types and disabilities. Lisa McKnight, executive vice president at Mattel, says the Barbie brand wholeheartedly believes in the power of representation. It's important for kids to see themselves reflected in product and encourage play with dolls that don't resemble them to help them understand and celebrate the importance of inclusion. Rose has risen to fame after being a regular face on EastEnders and being Strictly Come Dancing's first deaf contestant. And I believe she won as well. Um, A source told The Mirror her success on Strictly Sean a light on the deaf community in a way that surpassed everyone's expectations. Not only did she raise awareness about the challenges deaf people face, she was a true inspiration for them, particularly young people. She really did break down barriers. That is so awesome. Have you seen the Barbie? Yeah. I love this. Yeah. I love this. I love Barbie for doing this. I love that Barbie's done all this. Also, I mean, I've, I've not, I've not known this because it is, you know, you don't, you don't see it if it's not there. And yeah. for her to be, when she won Strictly, I'm so happy that she did Strictly. And when she mm. won Strictly, and there was a moment in it where they turned the sound just off and it yeah. was silent and they danced together silently. Yes, I saw that. I cried. I cried. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like she really was so powerful. deserving of it. Yeah, yeah. And she's a beautiful dancer as well. So it wasn't she just, is. you know, it was like sheer talent as well. So, and also like yeah i love this my grandma was deaf and it was so frustrating mm-hmm. because she was such a funny woman like she was very quick-witted and yeah. we'd all be having conversations and she'd just be sat there just with her hearing aids in but they weren't that yeah. great 
and you'd have to say things again and you'd have to shout it and she'd come out with something funny but you were like oh and it, it was so heartbreaking and I don't know she didn't know sign language I think she was deaf from the war but for me I totally I understand that this shouldn't be like oh you're deaf so you don't get you know what I mean it's, mm-hmm. it should be included and be able to just be involved in everything because it was it was hard to communicate yeah. with our grandma yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I can only imagine. I think it's a wonderful thing that um Rose has done. And then also, you know, we saw it with the Academy Awards and Coda, right? The movie Coda, mm. which really helped shed light on just some of the challenges that that deaf people face in life. And Coda was about a family where most of the family members were deaf, but there was one family member who had her hearing. And there was a lot of pressure on her as well. And it was, you know, there was some really funny moments. There were emotional moments. I mean, you laughed and you cried when you watched that movie. And I think that's the movie that won for best movie ultimately at the Academy Awards. But I think the best actor was won by Troy. I can't think of his last name. He's a deaf actor. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's a wonderful thing. All of these things and, you know, having... The types of Barbies that we're seeing today, as Rose said, as the head of Mattel said, is so important for kids to be able to see themselves because everyone's different, right? We're all Mm. different. Those differences should be embraced, not looked at like, oh, what's wrong with you? I don't want to be friends with you because you're different to me. So yes, even if you're not deaf, you might want that doll with the hearing aids. And by the way, the hair on the Rose doll, like (laughs) loving it. And that dress, I want it in my wardrobe, like super, (laughs) super cute and and very stylish. But I think that there are, well, we know that there are a lot of kids who are bullied because of their differences, including Mm. deaf kids. And hopefully this is one step closer towards us being in a place where there's less of that going on in life and everyone is, everyone gets to feel included. Um, Barbie was very different when I was growing up. You know, Same. Barbie was, uh, all you had was the Bucks and Blonde. Like there was no, yeah. there was no even brunette. Like Barbie, <gasps> there was no, no brown haired Barbie. There was Cindy though. Remember Cindy? Cindy was still blonde when she was. She oh, was, was she? Well, there was one with like bent arms, one with long arms. Oh. And that was the I only had a sort brown head. Cindy, she was brunette. I didn't have it. I never even saw a blonde Cindy, I don't think. I but I agree. I used to play with Barbies all the time mm. and they were all the blonde. I think I used to felt tip their hair like red and blue. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I used to cut their fringes and stuff. Like I was really into it. I'd literally go off on my own for hours and play. God knows what would happen. Like, what would I do? Make up scenarios. Like I know. What, was- what were we doing with those toys? I remember snogging my teddies. I think they were my first kiss. <laughs> I had Barbie and Ken making out. I have to admit, yeah, I did. Yeah, it's, it's like pure <laughs> just playtime. I don't do kids do that anymore. I mean, obviously they've got Barbies now because they're selling them with with um, diversity. But do you, yeah. do they they don't go on iPads that early? Do they? Surely, please. What, do they have imagination? I know some of them do. No, no, some of them do. But <sighs> you know, I always think about. Well, I don't always think about it, but I thought about it in life, like. <laughs> What was that last day that you took out your toys? Because you had your, well, I have my box of toys, right? And you bring out your box of toys. 
What was the last day where I pulled out that box of toys and I just never played with them ever oh, again, right? Yeah. That's sad, isn't it? It I think is. That. I think about that now all the time. Now you've told me that, I'm going to think. <laughs> You're going to be thinking about nothing but that. <laughs> only that as well, like, because I was an only child. Yeah. I literally had to not entertain, well, because my mum was in the front room doing art. My grandma was in the back room reading books. So mm. I'd be like, grandma, come play with me. She's like, go and ask your mum. And then my mum would be like, go and ask <laughs> grandma. So I'd literally go, okay, I got to go play on my own. So I'd literally play school. I'd get my teddies out. I'd be like, Roger, are you here? Check, he's in. Mm. And I'd literally come up with all these scenarios and things, but hours and hours on, on my own, just doing yeah. stuff and, I just don't know if kids do that anymore. Do they go off and like play or is that is that just because I was just a weird kid? <laughs> I, 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 you know what, you got me there. I'm not sure. I used to sometimes like me and my sister and my brother as well would like set up all our toys, but it took so long to set everything up. Now we're yeah. tired and we don't want to play anymore. Yeah. So it's like you spend all that time setting up these different worlds. Yeah. And now it's like, yeah, bored already. Okay. Do you know what you did there, Sharon? You produced. You were producing. You were setting them up. You were giving like the reasons for this. It's going to help. This is going to go there. This is this. This will play on here. Now I've got no time. We have to wrap. <laughs> the the early stages, the early stages of yeah. what I do now. Yeah. yeah. Who knew? Who knew? A seed was planted. But yeah, I mean, I remember, right, growing up, there was nobody who looked, I didn't see people who looked like me. No. I didn't see people with curly hair. I didn't see people my skin complexion no. or darker than me. And even in the magazines, I just didn't see it. And I remember... I can't remember the name of the magazine, but I started seeing this model, a couple of models, mm. but one in particular at first. And she was like a mixed race girl, looked a little bit like me. And I remember seeing her in a magazine. And it was like, whoa, it was like yeah. this shining moment. Wow, someone like me, like in a magazine, like it was just such a big deal just seeing someone who resembles you and represents you. And then I started to see a little bit more of that. And it it made a huge difference. It really yeah. did make a huge because you just feel so like oh I'm just different to everyone else. Oh, it's I'm just, just different. I'm just not it, the same. It's so crazy yeah. how in the world there's so many more people that are not blonde. Like yeah, and so many people like there's loads, so many. Yeah, and that wasn't <laughs> like why. Yeah, like other countries, like they're completely different. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, that, that was never universally made. and you know it, it, it's interesting to see how far we've come and sort of where we started and what we thought was okay back in the days mm. and and how things have uh, evolved like I don't blame Mattel for having nothing but blonde Barbies I mean we just didn't know right and at that point in time it's like mm. that was the pinnacle of what's beautiful and oh well we want to give the dolls that everyone thinks are the most beautiful dolls I think the standard of beauty at thankfully is just like evolved and expanded over the years also like kids would have said to their parents and stuff why is the dolls not like me i don't know this and that would have been like well this is what we need to write to people and do this like yeah so like thankfully probably children did change the world and go actually where is where am i probably and i have to give it to mattel as well i mean the more dolls like this that they are 
putting out there, mm. um, the more expensive it is, right? The more expensive it is, and it's sort of like oh, people going to buy these dolls. Mm. So I love the fact that they're just taking a risk to a certain extent. Like, no, yeah. we're going to put out this diverse range of dolls. There is something for everyone here. We yeah. want to make all of you guys feel good, and we want to make all of you guys feel included because there are a lot of companies that may not want to do that yes certainly but there are also companies that just can't afford to do that at the end of the day yeah, yeah. so you know good, good well for them. done We're well done fan. Mattel yes we are should we take a break and yeah come back with a listener letter from you hey it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The ultimate podcast for Married at First Sight fans is here. This is Recapped at First Sight. The new podcast keeping you up to date on all the love, fallouts, drama and secrets as the Married at First Sight UK bride and grooms try to make happy couples. And we're your happy couple right here, in a professional sense, of course. Join me, Kat Shube. And me, former Maths UK groom Bob Voisey, every morning after you've watched the latest episode on TV. Plus, we'll have some special guests along the way enjoying our very own wedding breakfast. You bit the caterers, right? Uh, about that. Recapped at first sight. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. This is a listener letter from TD. I was a member of TD Club when I was a kid. Hi, ladies. My girlfriend and I have been dating for about four months now. And in the past few weeks, every time I've tried to initiate sex, she turns me down. As far as I know, everything's been okay between us. And I don't know what's changed. Each time I ask her what's going wrong, she just says she's tired or she's had a long day. I don't know if she's not as attracted to me as she was or she's just not interested in being intimate with me anymore, but it's making me feel really rejected. If she feels differently, I'd rather she just put me out of misery and ended things. What do you think I should do? For a minute, I'm like, oh, well, that happens in relationships once you've been together sometimes for like, you know, two, three years. And then I realized you guys have been dating for four months. Four months. So there are a few things that could be going on here. I mean, maybe Ooh. she has a really low sex drive and once in four months is good for her. She doesn't want to do much mm-hmm. more than that. I don't know if it's that she's not attracted to you. And the reason 
I'm thinking that is because why would she be with you? Like if you've only been together four months and she's mm. not attracted to you, right? She's probably going to break up with you. Why would she stick around? Like it doesn't make sense to stick around, does it? I yeah. Georgie, like, right? Like four yeah. months and you're not attracted to the person? I would be like four months in now, you know, you're in the fun stage of, yeah. you know, you're sexy, it's hot, you fancy each other, you can't mm. keep your hands off each other. Them phases stage, like for me, it's I want that to last forever. Yeah. It's the best. You just, you don't want to have to beg for intimacy and you don't no. want to be like rejected. Some, like like you said, like if you're years in and you're like, oh, like, no, I'm literally tired. Like I am tired. It's been mm. a long day. But then the the like wild side's got to come back and then he's got to be like, oh yeah, no, we do fancy each other. But mm. if it's like kind of not going there for ages, then... I feel like you're doing yourself a disservice here because if you're if you're wanting it, I feel like you could. Be, this this is when it's risky because this is when other people I think go, well, I could be getting this somewhere else. And I always think, yeah, because <laughs> this is a big part of your relationship, isn't it? Really, that's otherwise you're just yeah. friends. And you just you just with your mates. Yeah. So yeah. I do think I'm wondering maybe she's got some sort of medical situation going on and because it's only been four months maybe she's not comfortable addressing it have they done it before have they done it i'm assuming because they're saying in the past few weeks he's saying in the past few weeks td so i am assuming they've done it before but like just the past few weeks and okay so you've been together four months if you're saying few weeks i'm imagining at least a month right like Mm. four weeks so let's just say the past month she's been turning you down. There may be something going on with her physically. Maybe she really is going through some stuff at work. Maybe she is. Um, it's definitely her, a possibility. Yeah, yeah, I would say, look, are we, are we doing this? Do you fancy me? Like, because it is a big thing and I do fancy you and I want to get sexy with you. I, I think it's a, <laughs> it's a chat. You need, it needs to be a chat, doesn't it? It needs to be discussed. But as soon as someone says they want to get sexy with me, I want to get sexy I'm like, with you. I, I'm, I'm like, no, nah, that's not wanna, sexy. That's then, it not be, sexy. then it becomes like, like a drastic, like desperateness, <laughs> doesn't it? Because then you, how do you, how do you don't yeah. want to say it? How do you say it? How would you say this, Sharon? How would you say, I want to pull your pants off? <laughs> I think that you guys need to go out and have a hot date. Right. Yeah. And that's the other thing as well. Like sometimes you've got to, you've got to court a woman. I'm, I'm a traditional woman like that. Right. I like to be courted, like take me out, wine me, yeah. dine me, make me feel good, make me feel a little spoiled, make me feel a little special. There's a lot I can do by myself. Right. I can do things by myself. So are you bringing something into the equation that makes me feel sort of special? Right. Make me feel special. And then also, what's another thing that can turn a woman off very quickly? Bad sex. Bad sex. Well, yeah. There's definitely that. I was thinking more along the lines of, are you out there? It was a discussion that came up the other day. Are you out there like liking half naked pictures of other girls on Instagram and stuff like that, okay. right? Yeah. Which can be a bit, you know, then sometimes women are like, well, why am I hooking up with him? Because he's mm. like chasing after all these girls on Instagram. There could be any number of reasons why she's acting like this. I say invite her out for a hot date, right? Take her out to a nice restaurant, something that she really likes. Be thoughtful, be considerate, 
do listen to her. You know, one of the things that women often have a problem with when it comes to men is they don't listen. So when you find a guy that listens, you're just talking, you're just randomly sort of nonchalantly talking about something. (laughs) But he listened to it, right? I've got a and problem now... there, Sharon. Ollie listens too much. And I'm like, did I say that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he remembers everything. He I'm listens. Like, oh, <laughs> damn. Yeah. There is such thing as listening too well. Oh, too well. That, that's too good. That <laughs> can potentially be an issue. Then you really got to watch, watch your words. <laughs> but you want, you know, be that guy who, yeah, listens maybe not too much, but just listens to the things that mean something to her Mm. and then reflect that back, you know, show her that you listen, show her that you care. And I think before you know it, she'll be ready to like hop back in the sack. Either Mm. that or, either that or she's just not attracted to you anymore. But, you know, we're still holding out hope here. We are. Don't be too desperate. I think sometimes when you pull back, then she'll come running. So that not that the human way? Mm. Is that not the human way? We yeah. want what we can't have. It's like, hold on a minute. Why isn't he paying this attention to me anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Why is he not trying yeah. anything? Yeah. Come here. Yeah. yeah. I, I get that. Sometimes <laughs> when you're trying, you're like, excuse me, hello. Yeah. Tap, tap. Um, hello. Yeah. <laughs> You've been ignoring me. Why are you, yeah. What are you doing? I'm naked. I'm naked now. <laughs> Isn't that human nature? That kind of thing gets us into a lot of trouble as well. There you go. Let us know how it goes. But t- take, her, take her out for the nice, sexy, hot day and have a couple of drinks. And then even if nothing, even if it doesn't lead to anything, it can lead to the discussion about, oh, maybe Talk she's about. feeling a little uncomfortable because yeah. of this, that, or the other. Plier with alcohol and... Get the truth out of her. Get it out of her. Be very, very awkward, but that's what we like. <laughs> Just get it out. <laughs> and then tell us what the deal was because we are dying us. to know. Yeah, we need to know. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Loose Suits of Shark Carpenter and me, Dodgy Podgy. Bonus episode on Friday is extra lippy. We'll be back on Tuesday next week. Subscribe or follow, rate, and review. I feel like I don't have control of my mouth. And uh, we're on Instagram at Loose Lips Podcast. We're also at the Missy Porter at Sharon Carpenter. If we want to hear from you, send your listener letters to loose lips at createproductions.com. We're also on WhatsApp. Send your messages and your voices to 07599927537, starting with the word lips. See you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.